One of the most fundamental rules of zakat is what they call giving possession. That means tamlik. What that means is that when you are paying your zakat to a recipient, they must take ownership. You must transfer ownership of that money or uh, the food pack or clothing. You can give zakat of all of these different things. They must take ownership of it. So what that means is that if I purchased food or got some caterers to provide food for a hundred people and called a hundred poor people to come and eat to their fill, right? Uh, whatever's there, that would not be giving possession. That would be more like hospitality or just feeding them uh, in a way that they can't really take it away. Now, on the other hand, if I got a caterer to provide a hundred packed meals, for example, and then we gave a packed meal to each person and said, here you go, do what you want with it, then that is different from inviting them over and saying, you can just eat. In Arabic, you call this ibaha, just letting them eat. The other one is called tamlik, which is to transfer possession over. So if I provide a food bag uh, that's worth two pounds right, to the person and say, here you go, a hundred of them to a hundred different people, or I get somebody else to do that for me, I can intend that to be zakat because I'm giving over possession. But I can't f just feed a hundred people outside a masjid or in, a, uh, in an orphanage. Likewise, I can't give money to an orphanage and say, just use it in general for your upkeep and for your expenses. Because I'm not making any particular person individual as an owner. The orphanage is not an owner, it's not an entity in Islam. So individually what I'd have to do is to actually tell the caretakers of the orphanage to individually provide material, whether that be food, clothing or whatever, to individual orphans, not to use in the electricity, for example. Right? So it has to be going to an individual in a way that they can literally do what they want with it afterwards. There can't be any strings attached to that. I can't give it to a hospital to do their general overheads. But I can give zakat to a hospital as long as they understand the laws right, of how to disimburse this so that they can buy medicine and then when a poor person needs the medicine to hand them over the medicine. So the medicine becomes the poor person's. That is also giving over possession. Right? But I can't do it where they buy medicine and then they, uh, they just basically let patients use it from time to time. It has to be handed over to the patient. Likewise, with any other uh, situation like that, it has to be done in a way that you've handed over the possession, that you're transferring the ownership for them then. Because once you've given zakat over somebody, they should be able to do what they want with it. Right? You can't have any um, strings attached to that once you've given it over. Likewise, what I can also do is if I've got somebody who, I don't want to give the money to them directly, but I know they need a house. So I tell them, do you need a house? We can get one made for you. We can pay for the building. We can pay for the material. So then what we do is we pay directly on their behalf from the, with their consent. You have their authority to do this. You're actually paying on their behalf. So now you're becoming like an agent for them for the money that you're giving them to basically pay the suppliers, the, the construction people, and for the materials of the house and so on. That's also giving over ownership. I can't build a house and say to poor people, you can live in it and consider that to be zakat. No. But I can give the house over to them and say, this entire house is your zakat. 
right, is, is for you. I don't even have to tell them it's zakat. As long as they're poor, I can give over the house to them and that would be all gone from my zakat, which is fine. Likewise, people say, can I use zakat money to uh, dig a well, right, in a community, in a little village somewhere, right, and everybody then use it. You can't use zakat money for that because you're not giving ownership to any individual or any person or two people, for example, right? It's for the public use. Again, that's what you call ibaha. It's just public use, right? Yes, what you can do is that there's a family who's suffering or, five, or, or two families, right? Uh, two families gets complicated because then it's like they're 50-50 shareholders. So you can technically do that. But the idea is that it's one family. I'm going to pay, right, with your consent because you need it to have a well dug here for you. That becomes your well now, right? Nobody else has a right in it, it's only they. I don't even have a right in it anymore, right? So that's very difficult from, uh, different from doing a common well for everybody's usage. So these are the different aspects. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to facilitate for us. Uh, and once we understand this, it becomes easier anyway, because that giving ownership is a very important condition of zakat. Jazakallah khairan.